Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And in a bit of a running theme here on Virtual Legality, today's episode talks once again about our major video game providers having a bit of difficulty talking to all of us about what changes they see as necessary in selling those video game products to us. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, frankly, that video gaming as we've known it for a long period of time, plastic boxes under TVs, buying games from retail stores, which has changed for a lot the last five years, are changing even more significantly moving forward into the future. That includes Game Pass, but it also includes things like loyalty programs that are being examined through Xbox, through Nintendo to some extent, and now most recently through PlayStation and their PlayStation Stars program, which we're going to talk about a little bit in detail here. Isn't the worst sounding thing in the world, but the messaging keeps going the wrong way particularly on Sony's part, who woke up this morning to a headline from VGC Video Games Chronicle entitled, PlayStation is giving top stars members priority in customer support. Players are criticizing the move, which implies other users will get a poorer service. Now that's a heck of a sub headline, but in general, if you have a limited resource and you give advantage to one party over the other, the party that doesn't get that advantage is going to receive a poorer version of that same limited resource. So it doesn't really even need to be as couched as implies that other users will get a poorer service. If there is at all any limit on the resource being provided, then yes, you're going to get a better service, which means that the other party is getting a worse service if you go through this system. Now, what does VGC say? Players in Japan have been expressing their displeasure at one aspect of the newly launched PlayStation Stars loyalty program, which offers better customer support to players on the highest tier. PlayStation Stars, which is a loyalty program, we'll talk about that, lets players earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. That's what they call them, at least. The program also has a four-tier level system in which all players start at level one and can work their way up to level four by buying games and earning trophies. However... Some users are upset that the level four tier, which is unlocked after buying four full price games from the PlayStation store and earning 128 rare trophies, rewards players with improved customer service. According to Sony, the level four tier perks include a commemorative collectible and a promise that when contacting PlayStation customer support, you will be given priority in chat order. And then VGC brings up a bunch of tweets from Japanese users. Customer support must be equal. You say that the more you play it, the more you pr prioritize customer support, but the more you play with it, the less you need it, says one user. I'm not sure that actually tracks, but people are upset. And we're getting this from Japan because it's rolled out in Japan first. We're gonna look at some translated sites as part of this discussion, but overall, I have to agree with VGC's decision to make a headline item out of this. I have to agree with IGN and others reporting on this in the same way that VGC did. PlayStation Stars loyalty program currently offers better customer services reward as if it's a big news item because I do think at the base level, it rubs folks the wrong way. And I'll talk about why as we get into it a little bit more. But the overall nature of the thing here, I'm going to argue, is the difference between selling a product and selling a service. And as video games and video game industry transitions from primarily selling a product to what might well be primarily selling a service, they are adopting some of the business models of the service industries in a way that feels bad to people that still have to, as of right now, 
purchase products, in particular Sony and PlayStation, where in order to get your foot in the door, you have to have a PlayStation under your TV. So when you get into the PlayStation Stars program, it might be only through mobile. It might only be through PlayStation.com, but we're still talking about customer support that might be needed for something going wrong on that piece of plastic that sits under that television. And that, I think, is where the primary disconnect is. Now, let's take a look at the Japanese website that actually started discussing this to begin with. I believe it's called Automaton, uh, but it could mean something different in Japanese. We've got a translated website here through Google Translate. We take that with even a bigger grain of salt than just anonymized sources in these articles. But I think we can get the overall thrust of what this particular article is discussing. It's the PlayStation Store program. You can see it here. Uh, and you can see it described similarly to how VGC described it. PlayStation Stars is a loyalty program for PS users. You can get points and digital items according to play. Any user can participate in the program regardless of whether they have a PS Plus subscription or not. As for how to participate at this time, you can only do it through the PlayStation app on your mobile device or PlayStation.com. It's intended for it to come to the PlayStation itself, which to me would have been the priority to this, but I digress. There are a wide variety of program contents that can be rewarded, play specific games, or earn specific trophies, and if you're a PS Plus subscriber, you'll receive points when you join PlayStation Stars and purchase games on the PS Store. As I said, we see loyalty programs like this across the video game industry. If you play something through Game Pass, you're going to get points, you're going to be able to move certain needles on Microsoft's side of things. If you buy something from the eShop through your Nintendo Switch, you're going to get little coins that are pretty one-to-one -one direct discounts for other things you might otherwise want to buy on the Nintendo eShop. It's by far the cleanest methodology of this. You really don't even have to think about it except for checking however many gold coins you have in your Nintendo account from time to time. As this article continues, I say there's already a campaign going on with respect to Street Fighter V and Ultimate Marvel Versus. You can get trophies. Those trophies can get you points. And then those points can be used for actually some pretty good stuff. As this article says, accumulated points can be used to buy games and to make PlayStation Store wallet charges. Currently, the quarry is available for 17,500 points. Doesn't sound like an insignificant amount. Sekiro for 15,000. It takes two for 10. Cult of the Lamb in Hades for 6,250. And you can just exchange your points directly for wallet charges into your PlayStation wallet. So honestly, sounds like a good deal. One of the reasons Sony wants to do this is to get data. Certainly, that's one of the reasons why it goes through the mobile app is that's going to allow them to collect a lot of data and analytics as to what's working within their game air department and that makes perfect sense. That's what we see throughout all sorts of retail and other outlets in the lives that we live right now. You don't have to be comfortable with it, but it is what these folks are doing. And I don't blame PlayStation for pursuing it. Where it gets a little bit more complicated is with respect to this customer service concept. So as Automaton describes it, another feature of PlayStation Stars is that the status level changes according to activity. Participants start at level one. Purchasing a full game on the PlayStation Store and obtaining a trophy with a higher rarity than normal promotes you to level two. After that, the level will increase by purchasing a full game and acquiring difficult trophies. Interesting is the level four perk, in addition to getting various digital items, when contacting PlayStation customer support, the chat order will be prioritized. People who are playing are given higher priority when responding to inquiries. It's an interesting mechanism. Note that this article, at least as translated, isn't going out there with some of the editorializing as VGC and IGN and some of the things we're seeing in the West or from, admittedly, the Japanese Twitter users that VGC found and that others have commented on. This article is actually pretty neutral. It's an interesting mechanism. Uh, and indeed, it is certainly for video gaming. 
Now, the other aspect of stars I want to talk about is they're very adamant that this isn't a Bitcoin crypto blockchain NFT concept, but it certainly seems when described that it was originally when they put the business model out here. So as I said, Sony has a number of reasons for doing this. Uh, and this is the Japanese PlayStation blog. So we'll take it with the grain of salt that we do for translations. Anyway, one of them is data. The other is loyalty, right? Because if you get invested in one of these systems and you have extra wallet money or you have extra gold coins or you're just into Game Pass, whatever it is, you are more likely to stick with that ecosystem. And when you've got the opportunity to potentially buy, say, a third-party game and you have multiple options, probably not Nintendo, but at least Xbox and PlayStation, you might elect to go with the version that gives you the most bang for your buck, including wallet dollars. We saw this a little bit with differentiation between achievements and trophies, right? Xbox had achievements first. People were deciding to purchase the Xbox version maybe for those achievements when PlayStation had no analog. PlayStation kind of retrofills in the trophy system, which was an absolute mess when they decided to adopt it originally. And now it's kind of a standard bearer for both parties and they're trying to differentiate themselves in different ways. But the main thing we've seen from PlayStation stars, both in the state of plays from Sony and in other announcements are these little digital collectible things. And we'll see how they answer that question in their own blog. I also wanted to note, that this blog says it was updated today to correct some descriptions. Unfortunately, the PlayStation Japanese blog entry was not otherwise put in the Wayback Machine or uh, the Internet Archive as best I could find. So I can't tell you exactly what was corrected here. And I do think this is at least a poor description. I would ask for more if you're going to put these things out and you're going to edit them on the fly when other people are talking about them in a journalistic capacity. But we don't know. It's possible that they've already changed some of the references. We don't see a reference to customer support here in this blog entry as it exists right now. How do you get started? What does the program include? The kind of typical questions you would expect PlayStation and Sony to answer. They describe it much the same way we saw Automaton do. There are also campaigns that aim to win specific trophies or to be the first in your country or region to win the platinum trophy for blockbuster titles. One of the opening campaigns is Listen 1994. Participants who launched the correct game, so you would have had to have purchased it, of course, based on hints related to the song, will be able to win special collectibles. And promotions will be updated regularly, so check back on the app. What rewards can I earn? I can earn points and collectibles, digital items. Point can be used in our rewards catalog to be redeemed uh, to top up your PlayStation wallet balance to get exclusive collectibles. So points can be used to make collectibles. Select PlayStation Store products, which we saw referenced in that article, and more. Collectibles are as diverse as the PlayStation product and series lineup, so expect a lot of third-person over-the-shoulder action-adventure collectibles. I kid. I kid. We digitally represent items that PlayStation fans can enjoy, such as figures of familiar characters from games and other entertainment, and beloved devices that tell the story of Sony's history of innovation. Are collectibles one of a kind? Can I sell or trade collectibles? Hey, are these NFTs? Collectibles are made for the sole purpose of this loyalty program. Some of them are rare, but they are not one of a kind, nor do they use blockchain technology. Who, who, who said blockchain, Sony? You're asking yourself these questions. You could set this up better for yourself. Uh, but thank you for introducing that blockchain concept. It's good to know they're not NFTs. Uh, and if you've been in virtual reality for a while, you know, I do not share the abject hatred of the concept of an NFT that some people do, but obviously they've become a bit cancerous in terms of marketing. And so what appears to be a portion of the program that was based on the premise that people would be gung-ho for these things has been, at least on the outside, 
looks like it has been paired back into little digital curios that have no saleability whatsoever. Uh, and that's what they go through in their fact. What are the status levels? Your status levels determined by the number of trophies higher than normal rarity earned through gameplay. How long will my status level be maintained? And here's where it really became apparent to me that one of Sony's messaging problems is that they are thinking about this differently than I think their user base is. So how long will my status be maintained? Once you reach a certain status level, you can maintain that status for the rest of the year plus 13 months. For example, if you become level two in October, your level two status will be valid for the current year and will be maintained for 13 months from January 1st of the following year to January 31st of the year after that. So rest of the year, if we're being lawyers, should actually be rest of the calendar year. Uh, and then you get 13 months from there. So you get to go into and own the next calendar year from when you spent all this money or earned all these trophies. And I looked at that and I said, okay, I recognize this kind of loyalty program. I recognize what they are doing. They are adopting a kind of program that exists all across the world, many of which you might be familiar with. So let's bring up an example of that so we can talk about it. On your screen right now is the Delta.com medallion program overview. If you're not familiar, Delta, at least here in the United States, is an airline. It travels around. It delivers people through uh, airplanes to various airports around the world. And airlines are well known for their loyalty program. So let's talk to Delta about what they mean by medallion. Medallion members are our most loyal customers, and we want you to be one. So we reward that commitment every step of the way with benefits not available to other travelers. With medallion status, you have opportunities to fly more comfortably, move to the front of the line, enjoy waived fees, and other elite benefits that only Delta offers. And I think at a business level, we can understand that businesses will value those customers of theirs that make that business the most money more than they will value those that don't make that business quite as much money. On the outside looking in, there's nothing really wrong with that concept. But as I said earlier in this video, it's important to note that when you are working with Delta or any other airline, uh, you aren't buying the planes. You are, in fact, a customer of a service-oriented industry. They are leasing you a seat for a short period of time to get you from point A to point B. And so when we're talking about what loyalty looks like in that context, it can take on different parameters than if you're buying a plastic box to put under your television and you desperately need to get a, a hold of a customer service representative because your box isn't otherwise working. Now, there's plenty of loyalty perks through the Delta program, unlimited complimentary upgrades. You get more miles, which is really interesting. We'll see if Sony ever adopts something like this, which is as you become more loyal, meaning you spent more money, then your dollars are worth more of their fake points. They call them miles in the airline business. Uh, and so you actually have this kind of exponential effect if you become more and more and more spendy uh, through the company. Waived fees, including baggage fees, uh, and all these various other things. And you could scroll through these. This is not really intended to be a Delta ad, but it's designed to talk about the fact that service industries have been doing this a long time, and they've been doing it even more baldly than what we just talked about with respect to Sony and PlayStation, right? Here's one. You get to waive the qualification to actually have medallion status if you make at least $25,000 in charges through your American Express card. And this is a combination of companies, right? That's, a, that's already a potential issue. But this is just spending raw money lets you skip the whole process. And why does that matter to us talking about Sony and PlayStation stars? Well, 
Because if you actually look through the whole list of benefits, you will find yourself as looking at premium sales and customer service as a tab. Now they frame it better than Sony does, but they're better at messaging. Let's just say that up front. At all tiers, you'll be treated to premium service with priority when calling a Sky Miles representative or a Delta reservation specialist. So first of all, they've got multiple versions of these medallions. So you get multiple tiers, just like PlayStation Stars is talking about level one through level four. They say, okay, if you have any medallion, you're going to be doing better than Hogue, the ruffian who has no medallion and is trying to switch his flight and he's just not getting any luck and is on the phone for six hours. You're doing better than me. But as you go up the tiers, let's see how they describe it. You get a dedicated phone line to help solve your airline issues. At silver level, you have priority. At gold, you have high priority. At platinum, you have higher priority. And at diamond, you have your VIP line. So this is a concept that is not foreign to business, but it is foreign to the video game industry. And it is highly questionable when instead of talking about moving a seat or getting an upgrade or doing something that is related to a temporary event related to a service that a company is providing to you is instead related to a long-term depreciable asset that you spent money on and is now sitting in front of your television as a brick or whatever the problem you have that you're trying to call this line to. So what I think Sony mostly messed up on here, how Sony stepped in it again is perhaps by trying this at all, sure. That's what you're going to hear most of on the internet. You shouldn't even be trying this. This is inherently unfair. But as a corporate lawyer type person, as a business-oriented guy, I understand wanting to give more to those that make you more. Where I think they really stepped on it is in not realizing that they aren't in a service-oriented business yet that whatever you might think of gamers and the customers that buy video games or that play Xbox or Sony or Nintendo, they are not yet conditioned to think of gaming as some kind of pipeline service that is offered on a temporary basis. And that should reflect the kind of common things that you see in other service-oriented industries. So Sony effectively jumped the gun here. And you might say, well, That's how things get changed. And if you're Sony, you're just going to press on the issue and you're going to push forward from it. But I would suspect that at the end of this story, what we're going to find in these other regions is a walking back of this concept. That instead of doubling down on it, they'll probably say, okay, that's inappropriate for what it is that we actually sell. Because if you buy a controller and it doesn't work, or if your console isn't working, or you think we're stealing money from you, or whatever it is that you're calling customer service for, that is distinct from the same reason why you might call customer service for a service-oriented business. And so when we look at how the U.S. PlayStation Stars website presents itself right now, what we see is we're testing stuff and we're figuring out in different rollouts. And it's not rolled out in North America yet. So whatever we're talking about with respect to Japan or even other regions might not apply to you in North America at all. And we reserve the right to kind of change things around as we see fit. I strongly suspect PlayStation will walk this back but I also understand how they got there. And I don't think the problem is exactly as you might otherwise be seeing articulated on the internet in these articles and others. If you enjoy these kinds of conversations, please consider supporting the channel at Utreon, where we get the most money through and less is captured by the platform, or Patreon. Uh, We love having conversations about software, technology, video games, and more. We think we're pretty helpful around here. If neither of those sound attractive to you, please just consider subscribing, telling folks we're having these conversations, sharing them around on forums and otherwise. Every single little bit helps. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode 
of virtual legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel. 